Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speaking with Joy, a podcast to fill your soul, challenge your mind, and make you brave. I'm your host, Joy Clarkson, and an evangelist for all things good, true, and beautiful. So make yourself a cup of tea, find somewhere comfortable, and let's dive in to this week's episode. Life with its rules, its obligations, and its freedoms is like a sonnet. You're given the form, but you have to write the sonnet yourself. Hello everybody and welcome back to Speaking with Joy. You find me today on a blissfully sunny afternoon in St. Andrews, Scotland. Yesterday was my birthday and I find that I'm having a hard time shaking myself out of the celebratory summer mood. Joel got me a um, bird watching booklet, which of course has encouraged my my lockdown fascination of watching birds. And I've spent most of the day either sitting out on my on my stoop or taking a walk because it's so beautiful and blue that I find I'm having a hard time convincing myself to get any work done. But the one item on my to-do list that I was excited about was to record this episode, which will be in two parts. First, a farewelling of our lovely escape cast together over the past three months. And then second of all, to announce my summer book club. And to give you a little teaser, that opening quote has something to do with the book club. But I also chose it because I thought it was a rather fitting quote to seal off this strange season in which we've all found ourselves. Over the past three months, we have each one of us, in our own distinct ways, experienced a world with more limitations than we could have imagined. And within the confines of this strange lockdown life, I have, through the letters that I received and the people I've passed on the sidewalk on my daily walks, I have seen many people writing good sonnets of this strange season. And it's been a real joy for me to do that in a small way through the escape cast. Over the last three months, I have been doing my best to record one or two a week episodes to give you some wholesome escape, some good, true, and beautiful distraction. I've gotten to have some of my favorite people that I look up to most from my internet friends come on the show. From everyone from Gracie Olmstead talking about belonging and Wendell Berry, to Matthew Moser talking with me about Dante and the transformation of love to um, Karen Swallow Pryor, who joined me to talk about Jane Austen and her moral imagination, to Haley Stewart talking with me about how to stay sane in this season. I got to explore some of my favorite themes, such as how to make a perfect cup of tea, or why we all love stories about questing so much, and I got to explore Bach's St. Matthew Passion with you. All in all, it has been a delightful season for me to both be able to think about and dwell on these these topics with these people, to be able to present it to you, but then also I've received so much encouragement through the letters, the comments, the Instagram messages, the emails that I've gotten over this season. I hope that I've given you a little bit of reprieve amidst the strangeness that is locked down, but I want to affirm what a great gift it's been also to share it with you through this podcast. So I wanted to say congratulations to all of us as we make it into the summer when, whether it's simply the beautiful um, weather or the, the signs that we're seeing of a slow opening back up of the world as we know it, I want to applaud us and say, well done, we have told good stories, we have made good sonnets with the limitations that life handed us. 
So it is with sadness, but also with happiness that I close off this escape cast for the summer and say thank you so much for joining me. And this leads me to the second part of my episode, which is the great fun of announcing this summer's book club. So for the past two years, I have had a book club over the summer in which we read through some book together and then I hosted discussions on my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. The first year I did it, we read C.S. Lewis's Great Divorce, and then last year we read Orthodoxy by G.K. Chesterton. This has been one of the great fun, kind of surprising things about doing a podcast, because what I love about it is that it depends on your participation and interaction. So it's a way for me to not just be speaking to the ether, but to have you all engaging with a theme and a topic with me. So I've thought a long time about what I wanted to do for this, this summer's book club. And generally speaking, when I've chosen books, I kind of had two considerations. And I've added a third to this summer. So the first consideration was I wanted it to be a book worth discussing. I wanted it to be something that every week there would be enough there to let us have something to talk about, to ponder, to chew on, to think about. Uh, with The Great Divorce, of course, it's the strange story, but there's so much there from its references to William Blake, to Heaven and Hell, to Theories of Salvation, to George MacDonald. There was no shortage of discussions there. Um, and then last year with Orthodoxy, uh, many of you plotted through very faithfully with me a book which is wondrous, but also a mental workout. So that was a great, those were both good books worth sinking your teeth into. But the second thing that I always hope with the book clubs is I want them to be books um, by authors that are worth exploring. So I didn't just want to introduce you to the book, but to the author themselves, that through the book club you might be kind of invited or pushed or interested in exploring more of their work on a whole. So those are two considerations that have gone into my book club choosing. A book worth discussing for a long time and an author worth exploring. But this year I, I came to another conclusion and added another kind of element to what swayed my book choice, which was that I thought we needed something fun, soothing, and interesting. Um, it's been such a difficult year. I didn't want us to plunge into something that was only intellectual, but something that would really uplift our hearts and uh, that we could enjoy and escape into. I really loved doing orthodoxy last year, but it was certainly a mental workout. And I think that in this season, we need to have something that we both, um, yes, will, will make us think about deep things, but that will also be something that we can enjoy and escape into and lose ourselves in, a world, which is to say a story. So I decided I wanted a story, a book worth discussing, and an author worth exploring even after the book club is done. And that leads me to my announcement of this summer's book club. Are you ready? Take a breath. Give me a drum roll. This summer's book for the Speaking with Joy book club will be A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Lingle. This is a very special book to me. I think it was one of the first books that me, all on my own, really loved and enjoyed and was captivated by. I remember I got a copy from a Goodwill and I read it so many times that the cover literally fell off. It's a book that's sort of hard to contain because it's science fiction, but it's also poetry and magical storytelling. Let me read you the back of the book to give you kind of an introduction to what you'll be getting into. It was a dark and stormy night. Meg Murray, her small brother Charles Wallace, and her mother had come down to the kitchen for a midnight snack when they were upset by the arrival of a most disturbing stranger. Wild nights are my glory, the unearthly stranger told them. 
I just got caught in a downdraft and blown off course. Let me sit for a moment, then I'll be on my way. Speaking of ways, by the way, there is such a thing as a tesseract. A tesseract, in case the reader doesn't know, is a wrinkle in time. To tell more would rob the reader of the enjoyment of Miss Lingle's unusual book. A Wrinkle in Time, winner of the Newbery Medal in 1963, is the story of the adventures in space and time of Meg, Charles Wallace, and Calvin O'Keefe, athlete, student, and one of the most popular boys in high school. They are in search of Meg's father, a scientist who disappeared while engaged in secret work for the government on a Tesseract problem. So that gives you a very kind of quick glimpse into what this story will be all about. It is a mystery, a science fiction, but it's also pulsating through with philosophy and poetry and theology. For all those reasons, the book is certainly one worth discussing uh, for the entirety of the summer. But I also love its author. Madeline Lingle is one of the few people that I would actually say is a role model for me. She was a fiction and nonfiction author from about the 60s to the early 2000s. And in her writing, I found a kindred spirit. Madeline Lingle was someone who had a deep Christian faith, uh, but was also somebody who found a deep fascination with science and physics and art and beauty. And she actually saw her faith as um, something that was illuminated and made more beautiful and more strong by an exploration of science and beauty. She was a writer who made room for deep questions in our faith. And as I read her and I read the questions that she had wrestled with, I felt like I met a kindred spirit who'd wrestled with the same things I did and maybe still did wrestle with them, but was a few steps ahead of the road of me and, and gave me hope that I too could, could press through and find a faith worth living for. I love the stories she told, the characters she painted, who were interesting and difficult and awkward. And I loved that she didn't just tell cardboard characters. They were people who you could relate to and who you could want to be like. I also really looked up to her as a person. She lived a life of great integrity. She was this wonderful mixture of a truly excellent writer who devoted herself um, really beautifully to her craft. There's a wonderful book, which I hope I will quote along the way, called Walking on Water, where she talks about what it means to be a Christian and a writer, and why being a Christian and a writer doesn't mean you have to write bad fiction, and what the relationship is between being a creator and being created by um, a creator god. So I love that she took her craft and her thought and her writing and her stories so seriously. But on the other hand, she was also this very ordinary person who was a wife and a mother, who really hated doing dishes, um, but who really loved her children. Some of my favorite writing of hers is the Crosswicks Journals, which she wrote over um, a, a series of summers. She lived in a farm, and she wrote over a series of summers when her elderly mother was living with her, along with her children and grandchildren. So it was kind of the the Summer of the Grandmother, I think one of them is called, and talking, kind of reflecting on what it is like to be a mother, to be a writer, to have these competing um, responsibilities in your life, and how that all tied in with her faith. So she is a person who has a corpus of writing worth exploring. And that's the other reason I chose her, was that I wanted to expose you not just to this one book, which is a complete delight, um, and will change the way you see the world, but also to her total writing. And I have to say that, just, just on an off chance, I tested these waters on Twitter the other day and I said, who likes Madeline Lingle? Um, and tell me why. And I was astounded. I think there were over a hundred responses, people talking about 
her fiction, her nonfiction, how she had inspired them to write, how they'd been at writing conferences that she had chaired at. And it just, it made such an impression on me to see how many people had also found her to be a kindred spirit and a mentor through her writing. Which is to say that I know that for a lot of you, um, this will be perhaps something you have already read. But I think it's one of those books that's worth revisiting. And it's particularly worth revisiting in this season that we find ourselves in, where we're all a little bit worn down maybe, or tired, where the world seems both very quotidian and mundane, but also out of control. I don't know if you all feel that way. It's kind of like we all have repeated um, rituals and routines while also feeling like the world is strange and out of control. And this book will be one that revisiting in this season, I think will inject you with a sense of hope and purpose and, and most of all, wonder, which I think is a capacity we must always keep. So I hope that revisiting this book will be something worthwhile to many of you. And to those of you who haven't read it, I cannot wait to, to see what you think of it, to see if you love it. So now that I have effused about Madeline Lingle and A Wrinkle in Time, let me give you a few of the basics and details as to how this book club will run. For many of you who have done this over the past few years, you will be used to the rundown, but I'm going to challenge us to a few new things. So we will be doing one chapter a week, and we will begin that um, in June. So I'm going to take a couple of weeks off to kind of prep and give myself a little break in podcasting. So I'm going to start the book club on June 15th. Um, so by that time, you want to have bought your Wrinkle in Time copy and read the first chapter. Uh, as to where you can find it, I will put a, a link on my show notes to Amazon just because that is um, what what my hosting website allows me to do. But I would actually encourage you to go get this from a local bookshop. Um, now more than ever, it is important to keep those alive. So if your bookshops are opening or if they deliver to you in this time, I would recommend that you get a copy there. Um, so get your copy and read the first chapter by June 15th. And on June 15th, I will re release the first episode in which I will discuss chapter one. And then I will put posts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook where I will ask a question and you all can discuss the first chapter with other people kind of online and see what other people think of the chapters. Now, because this is a book club, book clubs are about reading, not just alone, but reading with other people. So I will be inviting a different person on each episode to discuss a chapter with me. Um, so that way it'll be kind of like a simulated real life book club because I will be reading it with my friends. And I would also encourage you to do the same. So find a friend um, to read this book with, whether that's somebody who you can actually see in, in real life um, or someone that you can Skype, maybe a friend from far away or maybe a few friends. And the way, if you do that, I would suggest um, reading the chapter, listening to the podcast, and then getting together and discussing the book and telling me what you all discover. So I'll put up these posts on Instagram, and I would recommend that you tag people in the post and see who would like to join you on the book club. I'm also hoping that all of my guests will be people who already enjoy Mavalingle, so I'm going to have them share their favorite passages also in those episodes from her other work to inspire you to go find the rest of her oeuvre. I'm looking forward also, I must say, to exploring a little bit of physics in preparation for this book club, which Madeline Lingle did herself uh, in preparation for writing A Wrinkle in Time. So friends, I'm so excited about that. Get your book, read chapter one by June 15th, tag a friend, find a friend to do the book club with, and I can't wait for it to begin. 
Now, before I sign off, I have one other small announcement, which is that I will also be running a kind of mini book club on my Patreon, where we'll be reading uh, Divine Revelations of Love, Revelations of Divine Love, I don't know why I always switch that, by Julian of Norwich. I got this a couple of um, months ago to read while I was in, in lockdown, and it's been so encouraging my heart. For those of you who don't know, The Revelations of Divine Love is thought to be the first book written in English by a woman. And that woman was Julian of Norwich, who was 30 years old when she experienced a near-death experience. We don't know how. It might have been the plague. Um, I think it was in 17 or 1373. And she experienced a near-death experience and had these visions, which she then wrote down. And they're all about um, Christ, about... Uh, God's deep love for us and what it means to live in light of that love. And so she she wrote these down and they've become kind of a classic um, text of Christian mysticism. If you have ever heard the phrase, all shall be well and all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well, that is from um, our good friend Julian of Norwich. And actually not from Julian herself, but it is of Jesus in one of her visions saying this to her, that she has strength to go on in life. So this will be more of a devotional read, but I'm so excited to explore this um, with with my patrons. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, then you can check out patreon.com forward slash Joy Clarkson. And of course, that is that is kind of the patron site through which I've been able to support, support myself, although that's not the right phrase, be supported as I've finished off my PhD, which I'm very nearly done with. Um, so if you want to join me, over the summer reading Julian of Norwich. Um, you can check that out and um, support me over a couple of months. And I won't be offended at all if you just do it over the summer and then drop out when we come to the fall. Um, but that will also be enjoyable and a little bit more of a devotional book club. Um, and I have to say something before I sign off, which is that I'm really excited to be exploring both of these wonderful women. It's been important for me as a writer and a scholar and a thinker to, um, I, I love the, the men that I read. I love Augustine. I love Gregory of Anissa. I've loved reading Wendell Berry and all these different people, but it's been so important to me sometimes to encounter women of deep faith and women of deep thought. And I feel like this summer will be a celebration of women who thought and felt and wrote deeply. So I'm excited to have you join me on on the main podcast book club where we'll explore Wrinkle in Time by Mala Lingle and then by uh, exploring anyone who wants to, the, the smaller text of Julian of Norwich through my Patreon. Well, friends, there is Mexican food to be made and sunburns to be gotten, so I will sign off this episode telling you thank you so much for joining me over the Escape Cast. Thank you all for your wonderful birthday wishes yesterday, and I will see you all on June 15th. Make sure to read your first chapter. Bye, everybody.